0: What's up everybody? Welcome into Flippin' Bats now with Ben Verlander. WBC Day 3 is in the books. It was the greatest day of the WBC yet. It was unbelievable. The crowds were insane. Team Czech Republic took to the field with dentists and teachers and neurosurgeons and they pulled off a miracle. It was unbelievable. Japan and Korea played in what's become the biggest international rivalry there is and Lars Newt Bar continues to just win over the hearts of millions. This one's going to be a blast. Let's get to it. It's a pull out, it inning, 10-3. Faces are loaded for Verlander, who waits on a He swings and it's a high-fly ball, deep center field. It is gone! Home run! And a huge backflip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. it's incredible and that has been the theme of the last four games of the world baseball classic these crowds have been unbelievable it makes me as a as a guy that just thrives off of growing the game of baseball that's what i want to do i want to build up the sport the world baseball classic has been around a few times but this one feels like it's taken off. That was the theme of the entire day. It was unbelievable. The crowd in Taiwan was insane. In Japan, it was unbelievable. This World Baseball Classic has already become the greatest global international tournament that we have ever seen, and it's just beginning. Only only half of it has even started, so we're going to talk a lot about that today. We got we got a ton to cover, four games. The Czech Republic team took to the field and really surprised everybody. The games in Taiwan were crazy. Um, my co-host Alex Curry is not with me, by the way, today. She is on the herd today, so she's not joining me. So solo dolo, like, like the old days, you know. Um, but seriously, I'm, I'm running off of, what did I get last night? Two hours of sleep. Um, seven hours of sleep. I'm doing a tracker, by the way. Seven hours of sleep since the World Baseball Classic has started. I was up this morning at 1:45. My alarm was set for to go watch the Team Japan game, and it, it it honestly didn't disappoint. And right after that, the game in Taiwan started with Italy and and Chinese Taipei, and the crowd is unbelievable. And that's I I, I need to talk about the crowds for a second because watching these games. Um, has been special. the the crowd has been unbelievable, and and the growth that we're seeing from the sport of baseball is is something that makes me so happy. And the emotion that we're seeing on the field, the emotion that we're seeing from the players, we saw we saw fans in tears. We see these fans in in Taiwan literally crying and chanting and. Banging their drums and their thundersticks—it's unbelievable how crazy these crowds have been. And I'll say it: we need to evolve here. We need to evolve here in the United States with our crowds and and get a little more. We got to get a little more into it, you know. We just have to. Um, but let's start with that first game. Let's start with the game that just wrapped up, actually—the one who it was Italy and. Chinese Taipei just finished up literally 45 minutes ago. This game was wild. Chinese Taipei ends up beating Italy 11-7. to Chinese Taipei being the home team in front of their home crowd. It was sold out, and the place was nuts. Uh, kind of a back-and-forth ball game. Italy gets out to a bit of a lead, and then Chinese Taipei just comes roaring back. Yu Chang, big leaguer. And the Red Sox organization now hit probably the biggest home run, of one of the biggest home runs of the tournament to this point. Three-run homer, giving the team the lead. It was crazy. Italy couldn't really bounce back from that. Chinese Taipei added on a little bit, 11-7 victory for them. I, look, to me, the, the takeaway from this game is simply the crowd. And it's that Major League Baseball, the crowds at Major League Baseball games need to adapt. It has to. Look, I, I was sitting there in my living room at 3 in the morning, amped up, because, yeah, it was a good game, but the, the crowd, the crowd had me amped up. It was unbelievable. We need to do that. You go to a Major League Baseball game now, and it's like we're sitting there like, like it was in the olden days when, you, when you'd show up wearing a suit and you'd read the newspaper in between innings. No, no, no. Not here. They're on their feet the whole time. They're chanting the whole time. They they have their thunder sticks. They have drums, they have cheerleaders and mascots on the dugout doing like the conga line, literal dances. It's unbelievable. We need it. And and I'm not just saying that. We actually have to do something about it. I feel like I feel like everybody's in agreement here. I was talking about the crowd during games and saying we need this in Major League baseball and literally everybody's like, "Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great." But then you show up to games and We'll do the same old thing, and we'll sit there, and we'll we'll cheer when given a reason to cheer. That's not what they're doing. It's it's an absolute party, and the international game of baseball is something that if you haven't, this is going to be, it's tough for people in America. I understand this with the time zones, but if you haven't yet woken up for the late games on the other side of the world, so it's actually like 2, 3, 4, 5 a.m. in the U.S., you have to do it. The, the crowds are unbelievable. The international crowds are just – it's just different. It's different. It's a different ball game, and that was out in full force, in full force in this game. And, and the reason I say we need to – it it truly matters. Team Italy was rattled. You have guys in that infield that are normally very sure-handed guys. Vinny Pasquantino in the infield made, uh, made an error, and Nicky Lopez, who's normally very sure-handed, made a play that – he normally or didn't make a play that he normally would make this crowd made a clear difference in this game and if this game's on a neutral site who knows what happens maybe italy wins i think on paper they might be the better team but chinese taipei used the crowd to their advantage they dominated this game in the end and it was a it was a blast watching this game it it truly was so the crowd the takeaway here is if you haven't If you haven't watched these games, if you haven't seen the clips, it's different. It's different than anything you've ever seen here. And it makes me so, so happy as an advocate for this game, as somebody that wants to grow this game, seeing this, seeing the crowd there in Taiwan, that it was, it was, it's emotional watching it. This game continues to grow. Right in front of our eyes. It's going more and more and more global. This tournament is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I, We're going to look back. We're going to look back and say this World Baseball Classic is the year it all changed. This one. And and you can feel it. You can see it in the stands. You can see it with the players. This year is when things have changed. And, and it's showing that for sure. Um, but look. I feel like the main storyline of this World Baseball Classic, maybe not the main, but, you know, pretty far up there, is Team Czech Republic. And how the heck did they even qualify for this tournament? How, how did it even happen? They weren't supposed to be here. They're a bunch of firefighters and financial advisors and, and, and woodworkers and sports managers, whatever that means. And they played their first game against China last night and they won. It was unbelievable. So let me let me set the scene here first. Let, I think we're, we're gonna set the scene with this. Let's toss to Steven Nelson's call at one point during this game. It was unbelievable, and then we'll talk about the game. Mujic with a drive, deep left field. It is gone! Mujic, magic, and the Czech Republic lead seven to five. They won. They ended up winning this ball game. That call right there is from the eighth inning. The eighth inning, when they hit a three-run homer to take the lead. When they were down, backs against the wall. It was truly. It was. It was an awesome game. But here, let's let's start with this. Let's just start, to, to really understand what we're watching here with Team Czech Republic, I think we need to talk a little bit of, we need to go back in time a little bit. Maybe, maybe a lot, a bit. But in Europe, right, baseball, not super huge until, you know, the game started growing. This is the history of baseball a little bit. The game started growing around American military bases, right? So during the war, Americans were playing baseball, and then the game would kind of grow from there. But in Czechoslovakia, no, 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 things were a little bit different. When it was under communist rule, baseball was often looked upon with suspicion. And it was literally only thanks to Cuba's success in the sport that they were even allowed to play it at all. So Czechoslovakia, a little bit behind the eight ball when it comes to the game of baseball. Now fast forward to recently. They weren't even supposed to be in this tournament. They had to qualify for the tournament, and they were massive, massive underdogs to Spain, who was supposed to beat them. In fact, earlier in the qualifiers, they did beat them 21 to 7. 21 to 7, Spain beat the Czech Republic. They end up winning. They end up winning the game that mattered the most to qualify. They end up turning to a firefighter to start the game, a literal firefighter who we saw pitch last night. And they end up winning that game and end up seeing them in the Tokyo Dome against China in their first game. And they came out and surprised everybody. First off, the first surprise to me was that their starting pitcher was throwing 94, 95 miles an hour. He's nasty. I don't know where that came from, but he's nasty. In fact, they do know where it came from, so I don't know why I said that. It came from the Savannah Bananas, which is where he was playing last year. He pitched in college. I believe it was Charleston Southern. And then he pitched for the Savannah Bananas. You know, know, they're like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball in, in Georgia. He pitched for them last year, and now he's out there shoving on the Tokyo Dome mound against China in the World Baseball Classic. He was nasty. Their manager, the manager for this team is a neurosurgeon. And these stories go on and on and on. The guy that hit the home run... Uh, What's that guy's name? Music? Mucic? Yeah, his name's Mucic because they kept saying Mucic Magic. He's, by his accounts, the sports manager for the team. I don't even know what that means. He's the sports manager for Team Czech Republic, and he was playing, and he hit a homer. It's unbelievable. (laughs) I mean, the stories are writing themselves with this team. They do have a guy on the team that's the number one Um, the number one recruit in all of Europe, he came in the game. He didn't do great. That's kind of when China got back into it. So these guys have, they have guys on their team. And I think we kind of undersold team Czech Republic a little bit. I'm not sitting here saying they're going to beat Japan. We'll get to previews of all the, the games upcoming for day four in a little while, by the way, all the, all the new pools, pool C and D they're about to get into play soon. So we'll preview everything in a little while, but I'm not going to say they're going to beat Japan. But I was watching them play against China, and it was actually – I think I undersold them a little bit. They got some guys in their lineup. One, they're huge. Two, they have guys that have played in college. They had Eric Sogard, major leaguer for a long time. Um, He's in the lineup. They have guys that play in Czechoslovakia all the time. But if you were watching the game, you could see their stats, and they were all hitting like 400 with like tons of homers. It's like the amateur baseball league there. And it's it's crazy that this team is able to participate in the World Baseball Classic. They end up winning the game. Uh, that that three-run homer was in the ninth inning, and it was when their backs are against the wall. I was watching this on edge because they were supposed to win this game. The Czech were supposed to win this game. They, by all accounts, were winning for the majority of the game, and then China gets back into it. Pitchers couldn't find the strike zone. China – does what they've been doing very well in this tournament, which is have great plate discipline, get on base, run the bases well, get back into the game, take the lead, go into the ninth inning, and you think, oh, man, the Czech, they ran out of steam. This story is coming to an end, and the story was only just beginning, honestly. Home run there in the ninth from Mucic, and the rest is history. They end up winning that game, um, and, they, you know, who cares from here? They're, are they going to advance out of this pool? Maybe probably not, but this is all I needed. This was unbelievable. My takeaway here from this game, make a movie. Make a movie. Put the Czech Republic in a Disney movie. That's what needs to happen. This is an unbelievable story. It's the Miracle on Ice 2.0. Maybe not 2.0 because that that means it's a, a little bit better. I wouldn't say this is quite Miracle on Ice, but the Miracle on grass or turf, technically, in the Tokyo Dome. You know, this is it's unbelievable. Everywhere you turn, they played a promo during the game just shouting out these players and who they are. Legitimately, I'm not just saying this. There's a third-grade teacher on the team. The manager is a neurosurgeon. There's a sports manager. The pitcher, one of the starting pitchers for the Czech Republic, is also their team social media guy. This is unbelievable. We have to make a movie about it. They won. They beat China in game one of the WBC, and (laughs) it just made my turn. I just wanted them to score a run in this tournament. No, 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 my friends. These guys are here to win it all. They might be the best team in the world, for all I know now. Like, they legitimately might be better than Team USA. Well, than the San Francisco Giants, because they beat Team USA. Unbelievable, great game. It was really a great game back and forth. Uh, That was the first game of the day in the Tokyo Dome the second game of the day in the Tokyo Dome, Korea versus Japan. This game has become the best international rivalry that I think there is. And to understand it a little bit, you gotta go back to the beginning of the WBC, really. These guys have played every year and and for a while there, Japan struggled to beat Korea. They really did. In fact, in 2006, Korea beat Team Japan and planted their flag on the mound. Now, Team Japan was Ichiro, the legend, Ichiro. And there's a video. I literally just saw this video. It's unbelievable. I, I think everybody just saw this for the first time. But this video is posted. Korea plants their flag on the pitcher's mound, and Ichiro is in the dugout fuming, screaming yelling. He was furious and said afterwards, and this is, this is pretty powerful, called that loss to Korea the most humiliating day of his entire career. And then they'd go on to play a few more times over the course of some WBCs. Um, but this is their first meeting since the title game of 2009. This rivalry is hot and heavy, and it got out um, it, you know, it kind of looked like early, let's before this game that Korea, okay, maybe they weren't as good as it appeared. They lost to they lost to Australia. They were supposed to be a pretty good team, and then Korea came out swinging, got out to a pretty early lead, three nothing lead, and then then Japan broke the doors open. But this game, again with the crowds, the Tokyo Dome, I called it the eighth wonder of the world. But Astros fans got mad at me because apparently the Astrodome is technically considered by them the eighth wonder of the world. So they said it can be the ninth wonder. I don't know. Either way, Tokyo Dome. I'll say it again. If you are a fan of baseball and have never seen a game at the Tokyo Dome, you got to find a way to do it. This place continues to amaze me. I got to experience it last year. It was awesome. But look, I didn't experience it with anything like this, with Team Japan there, with Shohei Otani there. Speaking of Shohei Otani, obviously started game one on the mound, didn't start this game on the mound, but he hit. And he is absolutely raking. He cannot get out right now. Him and Lars Nupar and Yoshida and and Kondo, these guys are raking. Shohei's four for seven in this tournament, three runs scored, three RBIs, four walks so far, four walks in two games. Look, I'm no mathematician, but I know four for seven is over 500. So Shohei's getting a hit in over half of his at-bats, which is insane. Yoshida, by the way, the new Red Sox pickup, Yoshida, he's been in fuego for Team Japan this entire tournament so far. He's been great. So Team Japan ended up tacking it on. They win this game 13-4, to got dangerously close to the mercy rule um, a few different times in this game. But they've been unbelievable. and. A couple things that I thought about here. This is the Team Japan I was expecting to see. They're going to dominate. One of the guys that I was expecting to be a huge part of it, and I still believe will, is Mintaka Murakami. He's been struggling so far. So Team Japan has been doing what they're doing and dominated this game, which is going to be their toughest game in the pool on on paper. In theory, this is their toughest game. Dominate Dominated, and, and Murakami has been really struggling. I think he'll turn it around. But another guy that I've talked about a little bit lately and had on my show lately, that we need to, (laughs) we really need to talk about Lars Nupar here. Because this guy, right in front of our eyes, is becoming a Japanese sensation. He's an icon in Japan, and for good reason. He gave the pregame speech last night. Gave the pregame speech, and it was awesome, and the guys are pumped up. He's a leader on this team. Gets in the middle of a huddle, has his translator right there, and gives the pregame speech. Makes great plays in the field. Another diving catch. Another RBI hit. Pumped up the crowd. Did the pepper shaker thing that he's brought to to Team Japan. It's been been really cool watching him, and – if you're watching right now, uh, you can see it in the wall. His pregame speech. They're all gathered around him. This wasn't the end of it for him. He also gave the postgame speech. He was, the, you know, we saw it with Shohei yesterday talking to the crowd. It was him today, and he spoke in Japanese and said, "Thank you, fans. I love Japan." In Japanese, like this guy is winning over the hearts of everybody in Japan, and honestly, even America. Every every time he steps on the field. Lars Nootbar, legend, absolute legend in Japan right now. So my takeaway from this game is we we need to learn things from watching. We need to learn things from watching Team Japan and and watching the Tokyo Dome and seeing the atmosphere there. But my my main takeaway is that Team Japan, they're as expected. I feel like the beginning of the the game yesterday, or what I, I don't know. Time time gets away from me in this tournament. Yesterday, the day before, whatever you want to call it. Their first game of the tournament, a little shaky. Took them a little while to get going. They end up winning against a team that's admittedly not very good. And it's like, okay, what what is Team Japan? I thought this team was full of superstars. I watched the entire game today. I'm here to tell you this team is full of superstars. And they are as expected, if not better. Look, you look you look at the mound. Shohei Otani, game one. Yu Darvish, Roki Sasaki is going to go in game three against <laughs> against the Czech Republic, which is going to be tough. Um, but the, those are the names, those are the, the bigger names. The guys they have coming out of the bullpen, Sogo and then Yamamoto, I mean, these guys are NPB stars. Yamamoto's throwing 95 from the left side. Sogo, who we saw in, in game one, is disgusting these pitchers they have this entire staff. I think on paper um, this Japan roster, right, this Japan roster, might be the best in the entire tournament. So it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible watching them. My takeaway after watching them in Korea is that one, Japan owns this rivalry right now, and two, Japan is back to dominating as we all and I certainly expected. That leaves uh, what, what was the other game Cuba, Panama. Cuba and Panama uh, Cuba ends up winning this game handily 13 to 4 getting their first their first win of the tournament. Um, I did predict they went speaking of predictions by the way, I predicted 12-5 in the Japan Korea game. it was 13 to 4. You just take one run in both directions for each team and I was right on you know that's how that works, right? Uh, Cuba 13 to 4 over Panama they finally get on the board. Um, and you know I'll say this I declared them what did I say out of here I declared them done out of here in yesterday's show toast I can't go back on that because that was quite the statement but they are not they're not totally out of it right now now there's four teams in this pool and pool a that have one win Netherlands is 2-0 oh, every other team has one win Cuba being 1-2 they're not they're still they still have their backs against the wall, but Italy losing today was huge for them. So hey, they're still in it. Cuba looked good today. This might be the Cuban team that a lot of people expected to see. They raked, they dominated this game. they end up winning 13 to 4. My takeaway here, Cuba's still alive. They are still alive. A lot needed to happen. They needed to win. They needed to win handily because run differential is a big thing. They did that. They needed Italy to lose to Chinese Taipei. They did. Pool A. Pool A is, look, before this tournament started, I would have said, if somebody said, "What's what pool are you least interested in? And I would have, I guess, said Pool A. It might be my favorite pool. And I know two of them haven't started yet. And I know Pool B is great, but this pool is unbelievable. The atmosphere, the teams—Team Netherlands look like they could be the real deal. Italy's been a blast to watch. Cuba starting off 0-2. Team Chinese Taipei looking unbelievable today with that home crowd going crazy and Yu Chang pumping up the crowd. Pool A has been a blast, and Cuba is still—Cuba is still alive. They're not toast yet. Um, so that was all the games from. Yesterday or last night, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. But let's let's get to some game previews. There's a, there's a lot of games coming up, so bear with me here. But we're going to preview them all because there's a lot and there's some good ones. And Team USA finally gets involved. But speaking of Panama, we'll start with Pool A: Panama versus Italy at 11 p.m. Eastern Time on FS1. Panama versus Italy. This is a big game. Every game in pool is a big game because all these teams, besides the Netherlands, have one win. I'm going to take Italy here, winning five three. Panama's looked pretty good in this tournament. I think Italy. I think Italy's. I think Italy's good. I'm, I'm going to give them a five three victory here over Panama. Next up, China versus Australia. This game's at 10 p.m. Eastern on FS2. FS2 at 10 p.m. Um, let, I'll just be. Blunt about this team, China is, is not great, and Australia impressed me in their first game against Korea, they really did. So uh, I'm gonna say Australia wins this game 7-3. China's been playing sound baseball, but let's be honest, from where they've been in the past to right now, it's awesome to see. The growth, Ray Chang on that team, who was um, 39 years old and retired, and in the MLB development team for China, Unretired to play in this tournament. The growth of baseball in China is is something to be very excited about. But I do believe Australia gets this done and wins seven to three. Next up in that same pool, Czech Republic against Samurai, Japan. This isn't gonna go well for Czech Republic. It's just it's just not. Look, we, we all know the Czech story and we know how good Japan is. This isn't gonna be <laughs> this isn't it's not going to be a close game. I have Team Japan winning 15 to nothing. It wouldn't surprise me. The reason I said 15 to nothing is because 15 after 5 is the first mercy rule and I think that's probably what we're looking at. I think Team Japan gets to 15 runs in that 5 innings and they save some pitching. They uh save pitching and get this game over with early. Look, and this is no discredit to Team Czech Republic as I've said a million times. This team is just full of Bankers and financial advisors and neurosurgeons. And, and and you have to face Roki Sasaki, who's going to throw 102 miles an hour. And he threw back-to-back perfect games in, in the MPB this past year. One full perfect game. And then the next one, eight innings because he got pulled because of his pitch count. This guy's the real deal. He's going to be a star in Major League Baseball. And he's pitching against the Czech Republic. So um, Japan's going to win this game. 15-0 is my prediction. Next up. Back to Pool A, the Netherlands versus Chinese Taipei. This one's at 6 a.m. Eastern time on FS2. This is a good game because it's it's in, in Taiwan, Chinese Taipei's home stadium. The crowd will be nuts. But look, the Netherlands is, in my belief, the far better team. So, I do believe that the crowd will help them help out Chinese Taipei. It won't be enough. I have the Netherlands winning this game 8 6. Xander Bogarts and the rest of that team that has a bunch of major league talent on it is just, they're too good for Chinese Taipei and they're too good to lose this game. I believe they win, but I do believe it's close enough. I think it's 8 6 winner for them. All right, now we get into some games. Uh, there are more games, and these are games of new pools, ones that have not started yet. Pools C and Pools D finally get underway. I am pumped for these. We'll start with Nicaragua and Puerto Rico. That game is at 12 p.m. on Saturday on FS2. 12 p.m. Eastern, Saturday on FS2. Now, let me step back for a second and just explain why I'm talking about a game that's on Saturday. Team USA plays tomorrow night, so we will not be having a show Flippin' Bats Now will not be at its normal time tomorrow, which has been 8 a.m. Pacific time. It will be later in the day. There will be a live pregame show and a live postgame show around the United States game. So this is why I'm doing previews for games that start on Saturday. 12 p.m. Eastern time Saturday on FS2 Nicaragua and Puerto Rico. So I'll tell you a few names that are on this Nicaragua team that you might not think about. We all know Puerto Rico. They have some studs on their team, Nicaragua. Jonathan Loziga, Erasmo Ramirez. This team's built around pitching. Those are some names we'll know. They might be able to pitch fairly well, but I don't think they have the star power to do much. Uh, I have Puerto Rico winning eight to one. Puerto Rico eight to one over Nicaragua. Next game, Colombia versus Mexico. Colombia versus Mexico, 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox, Big Fox. Uh, this game has a lot of star power in it. Julio Urias, Jose Arquiti, Patrick Sandoval, Tywin Walker. Team Mexico is pretty stacked. Alex Verdugo, Randia Arozarena, pretty good. Team Colombia, Jose Quintana's on this team, so they might be able to pitch, at least for one game. So I think this game one on Fox is going to be a little bit lower scoring, but I do have Mexico winning. I think Mexico can be a sleeper in this tournament. I have Mexico winning 3-1. Next up is the Dominican Republic against Venezuela. Game one for these teams, the DR versus Venezuela. Unbelievable matchup here. Um, 7 p.m. Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Saturday on FS1. I have the DR winning this game. I think the Dominican is one of the best Uh, Not I think, that's ridiculous to say. The Dominican is one of the best teams in this entire tournament, as is Venezuela, but I do believe the Dominican lineup, the Dominican team is just, it's far better. This lineup I've mentioned multiple times, Team USA's lineup might be the the greatest of all time, but this one's right there with it. This is the first lineup they rolled out in an exhibition game. So listen into this. Team Dominican Republic's lineup will look something like this leading off Julio Rodriguez, followed by Rafael Devers, followed by Manny Machado, batting fourth Teoscar Hernandez, batting fifth Robinson Cano, batting sixth Gary Sanchez, batting seventh Eloy Jimenez, batting eighth Willie Adamas, batting ninth Jeremy Pena. That was in an exhibition game. You might notice Juan Soto is not in that lineup. Juan Soto, who is dealing with a little bit of something has said He is planning on playing for the Dominican Republic in this tournament still. So he's not dealing with like a big injury that Padres fans should be concerned about. He's fine. They just held him back for a little bit of treatment, and he said he is going to play in this tournament. So that lineup is going to get exponentially better when Juan Soto is somewhere within it. The Dominican Republic is going to win this game, I believe. I believe they win eight to five. Which leads that's the perfect lead up matchup by the way, to Team USA's first game. It's the perfect preview. But now we get to the United States and Great Britain. 9 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on Fox. Game one for the United States. As I mentioned, there's going to be a live preview show. There's going to be a live post-game show all on Saturday around the game. So don't wake up tomorrow or whenever, I guess tomorrow, I don't know. Don't wake up and expect the normal day four start time for the WBC episode. It will be later in the day. But let's talk Team USA, and we'll do a full preview in that, obviously, preview episode. But I talked about the Team USA lineup. I talked about Mark DeRosa and what he said about this team and having Coach K. He reached out to Coach K, and the quote from Coach K is just unbelievable. He said, these guys need to know they're not playing for the United States They are the United States. Great quote. Love that. We know the lineup is good. It's full of MVPs. It's full of All-Stars. It's full of batting champions. But the concern to many is the pitching. Admittedly, the pitching isn't as good as it could be. But let's pump the brakes a little bit here. The pitching is fine and good enough to win this tournament. It certainly is. Game one on the mound will be Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright's going to start game one. The rest of this rotation is not too shabby either. We have, we have a lot of the, – the, the strength of this team is the bullpen. And that's even more important in this tournament. Starting pitchers can't go that long in this tournament. Even more important than starters, I think, are having good relievers. And who do you want better in the back end of the bullpen than Devin Williams and Ryan Presley, who are great this year? I guess you could want Edwin Diaz back there because he's probably the best closer in baseball. But Devin Williams, Ryan Presley, unbelievable. The rest of the rotation, you have Adam Wainwright, Brady Singer, Miles Michaelis, Nick Martinez, Lance Lynn, Merrill Kelly, Kyle Freeland. Yes, I hear you. It's not great, but it's good enough. It's good enough with the lineup that Team USA has and the bullpen that Team USA has to run the table in this tournament. And I say run the table because – They kind of have to. I do believe they can win every game in their pool. And then at that point, if they lose after that, they're done. This team is more than capable of winning the whole thing. They're more than capable of running the table. These pitchers are good, solid Major League Baseball pitchers. We have elite bullpens. We have elite bullpen guys. And we have the greatest lineup of all time, arguably. I feel just fine about Team USA, and you should too. And we get to see them take the field Saturday. 9 p.m. Eastern. We saw them take the field in another exhibition. I mentioned against the Giants. They did not look good. They played the Angels. They looked great. Nolan Arenado, grand slam. The offense is heating up. As long as the offense is hot, ain't nobody stopping Team USA. And they kick off their run, again, 9 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on Fox. So, one more thing before we get out of here. Remember, remember. Remember. Tomorrow's episode will not look the same. The next one does not look the same. It will not be an 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern episode because of Team USA. So it'll be later. There will be two shows. There will be two shows, a live preview show and a live post-game show as well. So, man, this tournament has been a blast. And and I'll, I'll say it again. If I could recommend one thing for anybody, do it just one night, at least one night, Wake up, set your alarm for bright, bright and early, and watch the later games in in Taiwan and in Japan. It is an unbelievable atmosphere. The game of baseball, it's in such a good place, and it makes me so happy. This WBC will forever be the year that things changed and global baseball tournaments changed. You can feel it, you can see it, The game of baseball is in such a good place. It makes me so happy. That's how I'm not sleeping. I don't drink coffee. I don't do energy drinks. I don't do any of that stuff. How am I doing this? Good baseball. Great crowds. Great atmospheres. That's what keeps me going. Thank you all for listening. This one, as always, has been an absolute blast. Thank you for listening. Um, Again, Alex Curry is on the herd this morning, so it's just me. Solo, and I appreciate you all listening. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast Apple, Spotify, wherever it may be. Flipping Bats with Ben Verlander, also on all social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch every episode on YouTube as well at Flipping Bats Pod for all of them. This one has been a blast. Day three was my favorite day of the WBC, the WBC so far. It was insane. And I'm only expecting more and more and more. So until next time, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats Now. Thank you all for listening. Peace.